Great Rising. Uh, you're welcome to this podcast. This one we are talking about wellness, all right? Um, and uh, I want to share a little bit more about spiritual wellness, which is less spoken about, or which I have spoken less about in my previous podcasts. Now, when the wellness aspect talk about wellness, they usually categorize them into certain components. For example, they have the physical wellness, which we all know has to do with your physical functioning, your proper functioning of the proper functioning of your physical system, your muscle and bones and circulation and heart and so on and so forth, uh, and how it contributes to your wellness. And then we also have um, uh, environmental wellness, which has to do with um, cleanliness and then structuring your environment in ways that enhances your wellness. All right. There is also the social wellness where, you know, we are social beings. So you also have to have a network of people that provide support. Okay. In times of um, need, when you are stressed, you have to talk to someone uh, and so on and so forth. And, and uh, you see, so social wellness has to do with connecting with people, your ability to connect with people. They also talk about financial wellness, where, which is the ability of you being financially sound, being able to afford things that you um, you need to be well, okay, to to cater for your healthcare and and the things that make you happy and so on and so forth. So that is that about uh, financial wellness, and then uh, we also have uh, intellectual wellness where you learn because knowledge is power. You learn if some of the things that um, help you to be healthy okay when you know what what to do then you will start practicing what to do if you if you if you don't know what to do then how do you do what you have to do you see so um intellectual or psychological wellness has to do with accumulating the right knowledge okay to help you live a better or a healthy life you can also accumulate the negative the wrong knowledge which will also in turn cause you harm and so um, that's that about intellectual wellness. Now, I want to go to spiritual wellness and then delve a little bit into spiritual wellness because um, very few people talk about spiritual wellness. Now, when we say spiritual wellness, what are we trying to talk about? When we say spiritual wellness, how I understand it, in fact, in I learned uh, some of the books talk about spiritual wellness as um, having, I'm not reading from a book, just how I remember my inference of it, you know, like spiritual wellness has to do with one having a belief in something, something within oneself or something outside of oneself, which is greater than oneself. Okay. Okay. And this thing brings meaning and, you know, some hope and assurance in times of Danger in terms of depression, in terms of uh, uh, um, very bad situations, like in terms of fear, you know, in, in, in times of confusion like this. If whatever you believe in gives you an assurance of hope, an assurance or hope of living or happiness and things like that, if then, then if you have something like that, then you are spiritually well. In other words, 
in these situations where we find ourselves, where we are all in panic of a pandemic, we some of us that are spiritually well are not in panic because they have some assurance either in themselves, okay, either outside themselves, okay, some assurance of something in control for them and all these things are not against them and that they are even going to heal if they get the disease or they are not even going to show symptoms of the disease. You see, so um, spiritual wellness here is you having hope, okay, having faith in something, okay, something that is in yourself or outside of yourself. Some believe that the power within, there is God within, okay, and so that, that power within that is, is great enough to keep you alive until when you are supposed to go. Okay, so there are other people who also think that God above and so on, God above in the heavens, you know, creating everything and creates your moment and you have to pray to him for, for deliverance, for protection, for all these things. And because they are praying, because you are praying to him for all these things, he's going to, because you have hope that he's going to um, answer you by protecting you from those diseases or even increasing your immune system so you do not get the disease. Or even if you get it, you're able to uh, handle it, get immune to it and not show symptoms. So spiritual awareness in this um, era is quite, quite relevant. Now, again, immediately as we start talking about spiritual wellness, then faith comes in, all right? And so your understanding of what faith is also come to play. Now, my background of, in my religious backgrounds, which have been Christianity, Buddhism, and traditional religion, this is my understanding of faith. Now, I want to compare that of Christianity and then that of Buddhism, okay, of faith. When, when, when we come to um, uh, Christianity, faith is defined something like, like this, that um, it's somewhere in Hebrews 11.1. One. Uh, it says that now faith is the substance of things unseen, which are, well, faith is the substance of things unseen, the evidence of things we hope for, all right? So faith has to do with having a substance, substance you don't see. In other words, have a picture in your mind or have a, have a thought of it. Okay, it's not physical yet, but it represents something that you hope for. So in Christianity, that's how I think we understand. Um, that's how they present the idea of faith. You know, us having a, a, a substance-less substance, okay, non-physical substance. In this, in this way, I think it's thought or idea, prayers, non-physical substance that um, is representative of your hope okay or your prayers okay your prayers come true so that is how faith is is described in, in christianity in, in hebrews now in buddhism if i remember correctly faith has to do faith is equal to daily life all right so faith equals practice that was the, the phrase faith equals practice so 
Faith equals daily practice. And so in Buddhism, it's a slightly different idea, but it's still the same. Okay, faith equals daily practice. Now, if you have your mind on something, okay, there are steps to achieve that. Now, when you are going through the steps to achieving that, you haven't really achieved that, but you have hope of achieving that. That is why you take those steps, all right? Because you haven't seen those steps, you haven't seen the goal, but you are doing the steps in order to reach the goal. So, faith is the it's equals the daily steps that you take towards the goal. Okay, so in Buddhism, you don't just go pray, pray so much, and then you sit and 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 uh, expect miracles to happen. That's how I think I want to put it. You know, so faith equals daily practice. Okay, so uh, faith is Buddhism. In Buddhism, is is more of a practical way of looking at it at this whole thing. So let's look at these two ways, okay? So in imagining or in praying, as Jesus Christ said, if, if, if we pray, if we, if we pray, um, we are imagining the, the outcomes of, your, of our, our, our hopes achieved, all right? So uh, we hold in our mind that our immune system is greater, all right? Our immune system or let's say in Christians, they'll say God is strengthening my immune system through the Holy Spirit in order to um, not show the signs of the symptoms of the disease if I even get the, the virus or that it is this protecting me that I don't come into contact with the virus as, as you pray, you know, so you hold that in mind in Christianity, that, that, that kind of way. Now, in the Buddhist way, you also, while you hold that in mind, Okay, you do the practical things, which has to do with wearing masks, washing your hands, um, exercising, doing the things that you boost your immune system, like eating, meditating. All right, in meditating, you 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 picture, you you develop faith. Okay, you develop faith in meditating, but then after that, you have to also put that into daily practice. And that has to do with, you know, the holistic way of looking at this whole thing, right? There are two phases where you have to have faith. You have to pray to whatever you believe in, whether it's in yourself, whether it's in God, whether it's in the, the spiritual ancestors as in your, your, your forefathers, that were able to withstand greater um, hardship without all these medications. You know, we've been living with these monkeys and all these uh, bats and all this for centuries without these outbreaks. In fact, if they were, we survived them until now. All right, we will want to even pray to them to get those kinds of protection and so on and so forth. They are valid for those who who believe in them. All right, so your 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 faith. Look at what you believe in. Pray, have faith that you won't get sick from this or any other one that comes. However, you also have to do the practical things that help you protect yourself from contracting it or even, you know, um, developing the system's symptoms even when you contract the, the virus. Like exercising, eating properly, having enough rest, all right, and then wearing those masks, staying at home when necessary. Um, social distancing especially is also very important, you know. so. 
these are information that uh, I want to share on spirituality, on, on spiritual wellness in these times of COVID-19, you know. So, bit by bit, I'll be sharing a bit, 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 bit in fitness name. Amen.